the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a $100, get a $100 free bet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. Uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. $250 cash and a $250 gift certificate is up for grabs exclusively in the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, you know the voice, you know the guy. It's me, really real, villain real, Terrell Furman Jr. at your service. And we have my partner in picks for the totals edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast, Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Good to be back. Looking forward to breaking down. The slate for week uh, 16 now? Oh, hold on. We Are we in week 16? Pretty sure Time it's 16. Flying. Time flies. Yeah, I know. Pretty sure we're in week 16 now. Yeah. So, yeah, not much regular season left. No, 15. We're in week 15. It's we week are? 15. Yeah, this is week 15. 100%. My bad. <laughs> but why do I think it was fantasy 16? playoffs? Fantasy playoffs are starting this week. I don't know what uh, time machine you got going on and just flying ahead, but fantasy playoffs this week. Uh, some of us super excited, others extremely hurt. Myself was knocked off the playoffs in one league because Ramajay Stevenson's injury. So I, ma- you know. I made the playoffs because Stevenson got hurt. So. Yeah. So, uh, fuck you and thanks. Um, I'm hurt for me as well. And everybody else who lost to Ramon J. Stevenson. I'm very sympathetic to the person that missed the playoffs and you got in. Super sympathetic to that person. However, we're here to talk about NFL totals. And last week on the show, we both split, went one and one. I cashed my lock. Browns, Bengals under 47 and a half. That was comically low. And I don't know what they expected from Deshaun Watson. They went from having six points offensively last week to having 10. So I guess they're getting better. But it's not enough to where I'm backing overs with this team just yet. And the Bengals did what I thought they were going to do. Offense was up and down. They weren't able to put up 30-plus points. They capped out at 23. So cashed that under pretty easily. The team total was bullshit. The team total sucked. I had the Titans team total over 22 and a half. And they had 22 points. So we missed it on the hook. Derrick Henry fumbled once. There was a bobbled snap in the game. Ryan Tannehill took a sack fumbled. All this happening on in the Jaguar side of the field, by the way. So, well, no, I think that first sack fumble was on the Titans side of the field. But the other two... And the interception, all of that on the Jaguar side of the field. So there was a lot of opportunities for them to put 
points. We just need a field goal. That's it. That's it. We just need a field goal. Just need a field goal. Matter of fact, we just needed a two-point conversion. If they take that last touchdown in garbage time, you already know you're losing this game. If they go for a two-point conversion and hit it, we cash. So, you know. Well, that's how they got the 22. They had the two-point conversion when they Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's it's frustrating. We could have cashed. We could have cashed. It was opportunities there. And they still would have lost the game. All right, Scott, you had the Ravens first half under 18 and a half. And so that's annoyed. a brutal, that's a brutal beat because the first half goes over. So if anybody missed it, the first half went over. So he didn't cash that bet for his lock. However, the game went under still. The game died. <laughs> like at halftime, the game was over. Nobody decided. It was really to score just the points. first quarter. The first quarter exploded for no reason. And the game just completely shut down after that. Yeah. That, that's that that's a brutal that's a brutal beat right there, man. You were trying to get cute, trying to get cute. Should just took the full game. Should have, but I ma- I made up for it on the Monday night show. Ended up uh, doing well with Dylan, so all right, yeah, could have been worse. But for the totals, ended up splitting with you. Yeah, Browns team total under twenty and a half. You just you played the same game, just a different way. We mm-hmm. were all over that twenty and a half. Like I haven't looked at the Browns. I haven't looked at the Browns line this week yet. If we're getting anything close to this number, it's got to be an auto bet. They're not ready. Deshaun Watson's not ready. It's been 700 plus days and he has two starts. Their number's going to be around 20 and a half because we're going to talk about it, but they're favored against Baltimore. Yeah. I, uh, okay. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the rest of this slate. I still can't believe I thought it was week 16. I don't I don't know why, but either Yo, way, you got a time machine like whatever the Simpsons, that guy that writes the Simpsons has, you have it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know, the, the writer of the Simpsons, 100 percent is a time traveler, 100 percent. Like this is not debatable. If you didn't know that he is a time traveler and I will find out a way to prove it one day, Scott. I don't know how, but I'm going to find out that he was a tra- time traveler. And maybe it's I got to wait till we get to the future and I got to see him build the time machine. But I'm going to prove that the writer of The Simpsons is a time traveler because he's just been too spot on about too many things over the course of 20 plus years. Mm. I thought he All was right. the one giving you the double digit dogs in the NBA podcast, but he he might have he might have given me a little. I don't I don't want to say okay. that on air because, you know, uh, that, that's he, might have he might have had some yeah. influence in that. All right, let's go ahead and do this. Week 15 in the NFL kicks off on Thursday night football. The San Francisco 49ers are going to play the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. San Francisco is favored by three and a half. 43 and a half is the total. Weather in Seattle looks like, oh, wait, I don't have weather in Seattle. I need weather in Seattle. I believe it's supposed to rain. But once again, it's still early in the week, so we'll see how it's supposed to progress. But I believe it's supposed to be a little bit of showers, which is not surprising because the game's in Seattle. Yeah, looking at that day, and it's going to be a little cold, 40, 30. By by game time, it's going to be about 34 degrees outside. Uh, Looks like some chance of rain, but that's it's it's probably a little bit too early to tell. Things might Mm -hmm. change with that one. And wind is not going to be a factor, looking at about six miles per hour there, so. All right. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy versus Geno Smith. I mean, 
there were some people that didn't don't think sleep on Purdy now. Don't sleep on Purdy. No, 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 no. I know about Purdy from Iowa. I mean, Iowa State, and we uh, talked about him a lot at the on the college football experience. And I have a love hate relationship with Brock Purdy. I really do. But the thing that was really good about Brock Purdy at Iowa State and what's translating over to San Francisco is that he had the weapons. He had a great pair of tight ends at Iowa State. He had a great running back. He he just had to get the ball to him, be a game manager, not blow the game. Now, he definitely had some times where he made some very bad throws that did not help his team. But it's basically the same thing on another level. And so I, was, I, I wasn't really surprised by Brock Purdy's performance. I had to start him in fantasy because I That's had not bad, though. Mariota. Yeah, it's yeah, right? it's a great it's a great call on a start with him for fantasy. Yeah. He had twenty plus points, like so. Um, I wouldn't have predicted the rushing touchdown, but yeah, no, he he played really well. And then you have Geno Smith, who also having a really good season, and he's expected to collect the bag in the off season. So forty three and a half. Seattle Seattle's defense. It's useless. Better, better. Okay, we went two completely different directions there. I think Seattle's defense is terrible. No, I know. I think they're. I still think they're terrible. I just don't think they were. They gave up like, thirty to a, Sam Darnold. Like I'm, I'm not. This defense <laughs> isn't worth a damn in my eyes. No, they're they're slightly. They can better. force some turnovers, but that that's it's not really as bad. It. I mean, it's not as bad as the beginning of the season. So they had that stretch in the beginning of the season where that defense was really really bad. They gave up. A ton of points to the Saints. They gave up a ton of points to the Lions. They they just couldn't they couldn't stop the running. I don't, do I don't even know if I can say, I don't even know if I can agree with you though because they gave up forty to Derek Carr. They gave up twenty three to Wolford, and they gave up thirty to Darnold. This defense hasn't really been good for the last month. They had a decent stretch in the middle of the season, but the last three weeks they've kind of gone back to their beginning of the season stretch. And that's and that's basically where I was going with this, that this has been an up and down defense over the course of the season because they did have a stretch where they played better. And I had to come on here and admit like, hey, that defense is playing a little bit better. I don't like them still, but there's they are playing a little bit better. And now it seems that they've regressed back to where they were in the beginning of the season. And so you have an expert 49ers defense. You have a Seattle defense that was better, probably getting back to where they are in the beginning of the season. It's just been up and down, so it's kind of hard to get a real gauge on them. 43 and a half, what are you doing? Uh, for me, I'm going to go with the over in this one. I know it's a division game. I know it's on a short week. I know the Niners defense is really good. However, I do think Seattle can move the ball through the air against this team. They're going to they're gonna at least try to. We saw how the ground game looked against Carolina it was useless. They, they couldn't run the ball. Homer didn't do anything. They threw in a little bit of Jones in there. That didn't work out either. So if Kenneth Walker is unable to go, which is, I'm assuming, a 50-50 shot, Seattle's going to try to throw the ball all over the place, which could result in interceptions, could result in big plays. I just think that the Niners are going to run the ball down their throats. I think that you're going to see McCaffrey go nuts in this game. Uh, I know he's questionable, but I'm assuming he's going to play. Uh, I think he's just questionable because they're going to limit his practice work leading up to the game. But I think the Niners are going to move the ball at will. We saw them score 35 points against the Buccaneers, who were a top-five defense in terms of points allowed. The Niners might score 30 in this game. It wouldn't surprise me. And I think that Seattle can do enough through the air to move the ball. If the Niners do get to a hypothetical 27 or 30, it means you basically need 20 points from Seattle, which I think is definitely possible. You might only need 17. You think so? You really think so? You think I, Seattle's going to put up 20 points on his defense? 
I think it's possible. If if the Niners get off to a decent start and they kind of coast to the end of the game, it involves a blowout. But I don't know. I, I think that Tampa's offense just stinks. And I think that no, Tampa's Seattle, offense sucks. Tampa's offense sucks, but Seattle, but that that doesn't take away the 49ers defense. 49ers defense. Yeah. But I'm hoping at home you can generate some big plays. I think that if the Niners get to 30, Seattle could get to 14. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I'll lean over. Maybe a defensive score. I can see that as well. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna lean over. I'm assuming you're gonna lean under, but yep. I prefer the team total for the Niners in this game. I think the Niners are gonna do whatever they want in this game. Yeah, I don't I I don't think so. I think this is the letdown spot for the Niners on a really? short week. Yes, I a hundred percent I a hundred percent think this is the letdown spot for the Niners. And I think I'm going to have a play on Seattle um on the Seattle plus three and a half. Do you believe we'll in letdown that. spots for division games? Yes, because of everything, like think of everything that game meant to Brock Purdy. Like everything, his parents and his family bought tickets to that game when he got, like when they got made the team, they knew he was on the team. They bought tickets once to that game for the fact that he was playing Tom Brady and they wanted to see Tom Brady. They had no idea he was playing in this game. They didn't think there was a chance that he was playing in this game. There was They bought the tickets to see the other quarterback on the other side of the field. And Brock Purdy came out there and had a great game. He had a great game. But what I know about Brock Purdy and what I understand of him from watching him at Iowa State and covering him for a year or two is the fact that he will absolutely make mistakes. Like, he will absolutely make mistakes. So I think that last week was the, all right, we need the backup to come in and be able to play well, get a win, blah, blah, blah. This is the textbook backup folds on the second game spot. Like, it's a textbook to backup folds on a second game spot. I don't think that the 49ers are going to be able to move the ball. Um, it's going to be consistent. I think they're going to run it down their generate throats, big plays. Huh? I think they're going to run it down their throat. Seattle's allowing the second most rushing yards per game. They just can't yeah. stop the run. And so with that, I'm seeing running clock. I'm seeing long drives. And... I'm not going to – I can't toss out the fact that I think that Purdy's still good for a turnover or two. Mm-hmm. I, I truly do think he's still good for a turnover or two. And so I think that this is a chance where Seattle's defense may not look the best, but they're going to be opportunistic with the opportunities that they're going to get from the other side of the ball and the quarterback play. Plus, sitting here, I know I don't think Seattle's going to put up a lot of points. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think that Seattle puts up a lot of points. And Once again, uh, I, I prefer a team total in this game as opposed yeah. to a full game total. But I'm I'm on I'm on the under 43 and a half. I'm on under Seattle 20 and a half. I don't think there's any chance that they get the 20 points against this defense. And I really don't have a play on the 49ers because I do think that this is a letdown and 23 and a half is too rich for my blood for me personally to like them. I don't think that they're I truly don't trust Brock Purdy to go out there and put up the the numbers that he did against. Tampa. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. last week. I, don't I think it's tricky because you want to blindly take unders with the Niners, but Seattle's a blind over team. So something has to give like it's really yeah. a tough spot. And that's why we're split. That's why we're split. Yeah. Like, and that's what a lot of the listeners are going to be, too, as they're listening. To this. like some people are going to be like, wait, they're over team. Wait, they're an under team. And it's really going to be, hey, you just kind of kind of call your shot. And I'm calling it. I think this is an under game. I think I see like a 2017 final score. I'm trying to think because a part of me is probably going to reconsider midway through the week with injury report news and the fact that it is going to be really cold, which Mm -hmm. isn't exactly a fun time, especially to travel to on a short week. Mm -hmm. I I might at some point pivot to an under, but right now I'll lean to the over. I do like that team total over for the Niners, though. I know you mentioned you're a bit scared off 
I'm really not. Yeah, we're both I, playing I, it. Just it's kind of the same handicap, two different ways. You like the Niners team total over. I like Seattle's team total under. Yeah, I I just think the Niners are going to dominate in the trenches, and you can kind of read them. You can kind of just read into that. But all right, let's move on to Saturday games. We've gotten to that point in the season. We have Saturday NFL football. Indianapolis Colts are traveling to the Minnesota to play the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, line is the total sitting at 48 and a half. Minnesota plays in that dome, so you don't have to worry about outside elements. You going to take an under with Minnesota? I mean, I don't know how I can. I don't think I can either. And Matt Ryan stinks, but the Colts are off a bye. So I'm hoping that they come in with a decent game plan. If you want to know my ups, an upset early pick of the week, I think the Colts are going to win the game if you want a hot take. But I like the over. Minnesota's allowing the most passing yards in the league per game. It's not mm-hmm. even close. Like They're just giving up 300 and change every week, no matter which quarterback they face off against. Colts' defense is fine. Can they cover Jefferson? Nobody can. Cousins has looked pretty good. I know Dalvin Cook stunk last week. He had a touchdown, mm-hmm. but he wasn't good in terms of yards. But still, mm-hmm. I do think you're going to see points in this game. Minnesota can't stop anybody, but offensively, they're good. I'll take the over. I'm hoping the Colts, with an extra week of prep, can get something out of Matt Ryan against this awful pass defense. I'll take the over. Oh, man. It's All tricky because right. I'm putting faith into Matt Ryan, but I'm hoping the extra prep time helps. I think that w- this is a good time to call our spot, too. Like, call our shot because – the last five games before the bye for Indianapolis, they played Dallas, Pittsburgh, Philly, Las Vegas, and New England. In those games, they scored 19 against Dallas, 17 against Pittsburgh, 16 against Philly, 25 against uh, the Raiders, and three against New England. New now, England I'm tossing out because Ellinger was quarterback. So I'll, I'll yeah, toss out yeah, the New so England. We'll, so we'll, yeah, we could toss that one. So we'll just focus on four. Either way, three of the four are are – his well, Steelers are historically a good defense, and they play up during spots. They're kind of up and down this year, but for the most part, three of the four are, are better defenses. With the Raiders being the outlier and them totally sucking. Mm-hmm. And of those four teams, I think that the Vikings compare most to the Raiders in terms of defense and I agree with what that. their defense gives up. So this team total for the Colts is sitting at over twenty-two and a half. And I think people are going to blindly take the under because it's like you haven't seen them get to this number at all in mm-hmm. the past three weeks and one time in five weeks. But this feels like such a good spot to slam this over on their team total. I'm picking the Colts to win the game. Like that that that's my early upset. It might be on the uh, Twitter post at the end of the week. But yeah, I like the back teams off a bye. Especially against teams that are struggling defensively. Especially dogs off a bye. Dogs mm-hmm. off a bye are really, really good. So that's how I won this past week. I had Carolina plus one seventy against Seattle. It was the same angle. Yeah, and so you have Minnesota here, who's everybody knows that they underperform this ten and three. Like everybody knows, they just find they have a negative point games, differential they, again. Yeah, they underperform this ten and three. Absolutely. So there's nothing. I mean, if you're giving up a whole bunch of passing yards and you. T- Matt Ryan can throw for 300 yards in his sleep. He's a bum, but we know for a fact he can throw for 300 yards in his sleep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what pieces he has around him. He gets Pittman, the ball to him and Pierce, he gets the yards. You, you have options there, wide receiver. Yeah, so this is clearly 
Indianapolis team total. I know it's sitting at 22 and a half, and that's different. I feel like you have to play it. And I might just take an alternative on Matt Ryan passing yards. Maybe that'll be one of my parlay pieces at the end of the week. We'll see. But I like that. I might play that myself. 48 and a half. I'm going over as well. I, I, Minnesota. The reason I say you have to go over is because I think that Indianapolis gets over this 23 and a half, 22 and a half, but Minnesota has found ways to win games, even though they give up all these points. They still find ways to win games. So it just feels like I trust Minnesota to do their half of the scoring. And Indianapolis, this is a really good spot for them to get right against Minnesota. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Baltimore Ravens playing the Cleveland Browns, as we alluded to earlier. Still on Saturday, 37 and a half is the total. I'm uh, on the under. Weather report. You have 33 degrees in Cleveland, 15 mile per hour winds. You're probably not going to see Tyler Huntley or Lamar Jackson in this game. So I see your rain's means... also about 35%. So you yeah, might be so seeing some rain or snow in there. Ugly game, ugly quarterbacks. And I say ugly quarterbacks because now we're going to possibly a third string quarterback for Baltimore and Deshaun Watson, who potentially is probably playing like a third string quarterback right now because he hasn't played in two years. So justifiably, he's been bad. Justifiably. Yeah, that's the best way to say that. Justifiably, he has been bad. So the line opened up at 42 is all the way down to 37 and a half. Has it gotten to the point yet where we have to come in on over? No, I don't think so. I'm so glad we're on the same page about that. I don't know if Anthony Brown can throw. Like I watched him at Boston College. Then he transferred to Oregon. He can move a little bit. He was good in preseason, which doesn't mean anything. I just think that you're going to see Baltimore. He's he's a good quarterback for that system. Correct. For that system. But you have bad weather. And you know Baltimore is going to ease him into it. It's technically a short week by a day because they play on Saturday. Mm -hmm. They're going to run the ball. Dobbins had 100-plus yards. Edwards had 60-something yards. They're going to try to drain a bunch of clock and run the ball. And Cleveland's going to try the same thing because they got Nick Chubb. They know Watson hasn't looked good. Uh, Cooper's been banged up a little bit here and there. But the weather's not good. It's going to be cold in Cleveland. Both teams want to run. It's a physical 16-13 type game in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm on the under. And yes, I know I lost the first half under with Baltimore, that game against Pittsburgh still went under, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't that close. I'm mm-hmm. with the under in this game. I think it's going to be hideous. And Baltimore's defense has been playing a lot better. As and they force turnovers. Yep, so. they're, they're so opportunistic as a defense. They are so like they're just in the right space at the mm-hmm. right time and make the right play. So, uh, last five games: fourteen to Pittsburgh, nine to Denver, twenty-eight to Jacksonville. Even the 14 yeah. of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had seven, and they scored a touchdown with like a minute and a half to go in the game, two minutes. Yeah. So. Yep. Three to Carolina and 13 to New Orleans. We've been roasting Cleveland for weeks on the like, team totals. Like, I'm not yeah. taking an over. I'm on the under. You have a backup yeah. quarterback, a third stringer for Baltimore? So, yeah. okay, so let's say they do. Let's say they do perform better than what they – they had six points – on offense the first time around with Deshaun Watson. They had 10 yeah. points the second game. What, 13? Is that I had the performing like, better in this game. I said 16, 13. 13? Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, no, I, I'm all over. I'm with you. I'm all over the under in this game. And yeah, I'm playing. They're getting, they're a favorite by three points. So now I'm getting extra value on this total because they're a favorite. So 
The number currently as it is right now, it for the Browns team total sitting at 20. Smashed under. Smashed yeah. under. I don't think they get 20. I don't either. All right. Uh oh wait, is it 20? Yeah, it is 20. Okay. It okay, should be. I mean, it's right. spreads three totals 37. No, they so half. look. I, when I looked at when I looked at the at the book, they had Browns Ravens twice. Like they okay. had totals for twice. And so I had to go back and make ah. sure that I was looking at the actual one and not the alternative. Is it 20 it or is, 20 and a half? I see 20. Okay. Uh, let me just check here. I see 20 and a half at minus okay. 120. That's 20 and a half is, is it? Because I don't think they put three touchdowns on the board. I mean, I, I cashed that last week, so I'm not going to complain about bad weather against, would we say Baltimore is a better defense than Cincinnati? Worst case scenario, comparable. They're pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Cleveland scored 10, and that was in decent weather. Yeah. They're, they're bad. They're, 20 and a half. It's just not, just... it's not, it's going to be some time. And honestly, I'm perfectly fine taking this team total under until we lose it. Yeah. I, I think Cleveland virtually fine. punted the season. They're just giving yeah. Watson practice reps. Yeah. I'm, I'm a hundred percent fine taking this team total under for the rest of the year until they, until they kill us for it. Yeah. Because I think they still got some yeah. good spots to, to Cleveland's bad them. against the run too. Baltimore is always good at time of possession. Mm-hmm. You're just assuming you're going to limit the number of possessions for Cleveland in the first place. Yep. All right. Let's go to our last Saturday game. We have the Miami Dolphins playing the Buffalo Bills. This is going down in Buffalo. 42 is the totals. Opened up at 47 and a half. I don't know where. I don't know where these they get these opening lines from, but because uh, uh, some some books release it before Monday night, they yeah, have like the immediate I guess, openers. Yeah, I guess maybe this was like weeks ago that they said this is a a game of interest. Let's go ahead throw a number out. But it might have been before Sunday night. It might have been before yeah. the the Chargers game. I don't really know. All right. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, forty two. Fun fact. For that Chargers game, I think they said it was about 55 degrees or something like that. And the Miami Dolphins players had heaters on the sideline. Yeah, with slight wind from the sides because they played in mostly a dome over there in SoFi. And now they're going to Buffalo where we're talking about foggy, oh, it's muggy, bad. ugly it's bad. weather, 27 degrees, 8, 9, 10 mile per hour winds. I see more than that. I see 16 mile per hour winds with about 70% chance of precipitation. Okay. There, so it might be a snow that. game with 14 mile per hour winds. So you have all of that. Now, I am not judging them. I promise you. You all know me. You know me. I, if it, I went to the freaking South Carolina and Tennessee game and it was like 50 degrees outside and I was freezing. I was freezing. I heard a rumor but, Rat or Rat or doesn't care about cold weather. What did they score? Fifty? Score fifty right, in they, that game? They, 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 they laid it. They, they laid now, it off. Now, granted, they were probably they were playing. I was sitting, and you know, it wasn't a lot of movement that I could have. I was kind of more enjoying the sights and sounds of my first SEC game. But I was freezing. I was freezing, and it was fifty-five degrees outside. Now it was nighttime. Cold. It was nighttime as well. I live in New York, and I hate the cold. So, all right, so. You're telling me that these guys who were struggling in 55 degrees in San Diego, not San Diego, in Los Angeles. Oh, they're screwed. 
they're fucked. They're screwed. I, oh my gosh. I just don't. I know. Man. <laughs> I thought I'm that was so I'm funny when I saw that. I'm on the under. I prefer Miami team total under, but I'm on the under. Even with Josh Allen winning last week, I know the Jets defense is much better than Miami's. Like It's not even close. The weather is still going to limit the amount of big plays you can actually have because you're probably not going to take as many shots. Is Buffalo going to run the ball more? Probably. I'm assuming mm-hmm. they will. Miami might as well. I'm not really sure what their game plan is going to be, but you have Tua, who's been terrible the last two weeks, now mm-hmm. playing in snow. Mm-hmm. Is it the first time he's ever played in snow? I don't know. I'm trying to think if he played in snow last year. I can't remember. It's a great point. It it's might be. I'm trying, well, I know for a fact. In college, Alabama, play in snow. Alabama didn't play anywhere where it was cold yeah. in this time of the year. They didn't know. So I know for a fact he didn't do it at Alabama. Uh, and he was bad in, in a dome. He played in San Francisco, which was good weather, and he was awful. And then he played in, in L.A., and he was bad. Now you're playing against Buffalo's defense, which is good in awful weather. Josh Allen might run a lot, but I don't know how many big plays are going to have in the passing game. Tyreek also has a bad hamstring, which you played through in that game, but it definitely cost it costed him some snaps in the fourth quarter. I like the and, under. And just to throw this out there, that Buffalo was was hurt when they played Miami. That defense was hurt when they played Miami earlier, and they were playing in in Miami, so Buffalo was dealing with the humidity factor. And early on in the season, it was really really hot. I think Stephon Diggs had cramps and stuff like that on the sideline. Like yeah. they were really struggling out there. Miami still only put up twenty one points in that game. Mm-hmm. I I I. I think that I don't see this going well. I don't see this going well. Just take away the weather. Like, the weather is just a whole other piece of it. But this Miami team, I don't think that they're going to be ready for this game. And, again, what you said, it's, it's a day shorter. But that day does mean a big of a difference because guess what? You're traveling a day earlier. You lose a day of practice. You lose a day of film. Like, you, you're you losing – you're still losing time. Losing you also a lose day. a day to adjust to the cold. Exactly. So And Tyreek is missing a day to recover from his hamstring issue. Yeah. Uh, I think that it, it is still going to be ugly times for Miami. I don't think that this gets any better. Under 42 and a half, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm with the under as well. Bad weather, division game, short week. Yeah, I'm sold. All right, before we get to Sunday, I got to talk to you about WinBet. And WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Look, you are going to get exclusive rewards. You are going to get online sports betting, casino play. You're going to get the WinBet win hour. You're going to get the same game parlays, the win, build your own bet in the construction zone. Look, great promos, odds, everything, all of that. And if you sign up today, you can get a special offer, bet $100, win a $100 free bet. So, so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer such a change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Next game on the slate, we have, where am I at? The Detroit Lions playing the New York Jets in East Rutherford, New Jersey. 44 and a half is the total. 
uh weather report for East Rutherford you see 33 degrees about eight nine mile per hour winds clear skies it looks like okay so we have Detroit's defense who more been or less better lately. they've been better but they they can't stop a nosebleed yeah just saying they, they have been technically better for the last couple of weeks I will say that 14 to Jacksonville was slightly impressive slightly yeah, I gave up 23 to Minnesota. I mean, that's not bad either. Minnesota had a touchdown there at the end, so it was really yeah. like 15. Yeah, the last, last two weeks have been better. They've been better, but, you know. I'm on the under in this game, for the record. Uh, yeah, I'll just make my case quickly. Mm-hmm. Detroit's been very good offensively lately. Uh, all three of those last couple games were at home, so they were playing in a dome. Uh, you're looking at the road games, beat Chicago, scored 31, beat the Giants, scored 31. So they already play in MetLife this season, but they're going back to it. I just think the Jets are a really good under team. Defensively, mm-hmm. this team is incredible. I know Williams got hurt, so I'm curious if he's going to be there because he's their best defensive lineman, but we'll see what happens there. Mike White might have broken ribs. It looked like Milano killed him several times mm-hmm. in that game, and he kept coming back out there. But the Jets' offense has been... Not great recently, mostly with red zone execution. They've been really bad in the red zone. I'm going to lean under because I think that the Jets' defense will make life difficult for Detroit. You're looking at who Detroit's faced recently, faced Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's defense has been hit or miss, uh, mm. but they were banged up in that game, scored 25. Played Jacksonville. And that's when Von Miller went down, isn't it? What? Was that the game Von Miller went down? Yeah, he went down in like the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, but so. that was a Thanksgiving game. Uh, you had Jacksonville, their defense stinks, they scored 40, and Minnesota's defense stinks, they scored 34. So I think the Jets' defense can really keep Detroit's offense in check to some degree with Sauce Gardner, with DJ Reed and company. And the Jets' offense has not been good lately. And I do think that Detroit's defense has improved as season has gone along. People are going to blindly bet the over because it's Detroit. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little trappy. I don't know if Mike White can breathe, let alone play right now. He might have destroyed. No, so that's so that's where I was going because I kind of didn't know what to do with the handicap. Because if Mike White doesn't go, do we go to Joe Flacco or do we go back to Zach Wilson? I think it would be Wilson because he can. He's mobile. He can move. If it's Wilson, I'm definitely slamming it under, and I won't even, I won't even play around with the Jets team total. If it's Flacco, I think I would consider playing the Jets team total. Okay. Either way, I'm going to lean under. I really yeah. don't know what the story is with Mike White. I know he came back a couple times. It didn't look good. It looked like a WWE spear. Like, he got destroyed. <laughs> like, yeah, by God, I, he um, saw he saw that man in half. Like, it was bad. Yeah, that's my handicap for it. But I'm just going to say un- under. I'm going to just say under. But I, I will say I am concerned about an over-rib Joe Flacco plays. Because even in, in garbage time, I think Joe Flacco can still put up points. In garbage time, I think Zach Wilson's still going to suck. I think Detroit's offense is also in line to naturally regress when you play three straight home games in a dome in November, December. And then you're coming outside. Yeah, I agree with that as well. That's a good. That's a great point. Yeah, I like that under 44 and a half. Next game on the slate, we have the Dallas Cowboys traveling to Duval County to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. 47 and a half is the total for this game. Jacksonville looking at 
45 degrees, eight, nine 45. That, that's like seven degrees uh, outside of Florida. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. That I was surprised seeing 45, honestly. But, you know. Dallas defense has been all world this season. Been really good. Wasn't great last week, but they still found a way to win. It yeah, was good. It yeah. was good when they needed it to be. They had the goal line stand there at the end. Yeah. Uh. I'm leaning over in this game. I think really? it's a very nice bounce back spot for Dallas. I think they walked into Houston thinking they were going to win the game by 30. They just came off the 50 something point game against Indianapolis. They clearly didn't care. They were looking ahead the entire way just because they thought that Houston was going to roll over as soon as the game started. Scored an immediate touchdown with Pollard. Didn't care. They just thought they were going to win the game at that point. Jacksonville's offense was great last week. They were phenomenal, in fact, against Tennessee. I still hate their defense. I think Jacksonville's defense is bad. Jacksonville doesn't – so my issue with this and this over is that Jacksonville doesn't put together two good offensive weeks in a row. I know. It's rough, but Lawrence Lawrence is a has graduated from being a bad quarterback to has being really? a, to being a streaky quarterback. Okay, all right, that's a good word. And by streaky, you mean literally one week, then off the next, then one week. He has one week because, a month, arguably, where he's like really, really good, or like two decent and weeks. This Dallas but, defense is going to be the game where you think he's going to. I don't know. I just think Dallas a secondary shot. I know Diggs is is a very good guy, but you're looking at the rest of their secondary. They have so many injuries. And I mentioned that last week with the over in that Houston game. I thought Houston would actually move the ball because I thought that the secondary for Dallas was so banged up that you'd actually have some receivers that did some damage. And I think Chris Moore at 100-plus yards in that game. Mm -hmm. I see Kirk having a decent game. Ingram going for 150 and two touchdowns is hilarious to me. That's not going to happen again. But I think Lawrence can move the ball. I'm going to lean over here. That it is deck oh. outdoors, which is a bit concerning, but I do think the Cowboys can dominate up front. I think they can run the ball well. I'm gonna lean over. <sighs> the Cowboys secondary, though, if you actually look at the injury report, it is so banged up right now. It is bad. I know it's I know it's banged up and it's bad, but I just see big plays. I never I never liked their secondary over the like I've never liked their secondary from the beginning of the season. I haven't liked their That's secondary. That's my point. It wasn't great to begin with, and now you're missing your the other front guys. Seven, but the front seven and the scheme has like he they've done it with the pieces that they've had. They've looked good with the pieces that they had. The front seven and everything up front has dominated this team and what they've been able to do. And I think that they're gonna swa- swallow up this Jacksonville team. Um and then yeah, outdoors Dak. In 45 degree weather on a Sunday is, yeah. is not. And that hasn't been great recently either. So I don't know, man. I don't think I could get to an over in this game. I think I have to go under, under 47 and a half. I understand why you and everybody else would be picking over, but I, I, I came into this thinking like this game is probably going to be an ugly, like weird game. And Dallas is probably going to do what they need to do to get a, a pretty comfortable win. But I don't trust Trevor Lawrence against this defense. I don't trust Dax in this spot. And this is the this is the they had a good offensive week last week. Like I I really don't think Jacksonville is going to do their side of the scoring at all whatsoever. So I'm going. I was going to play a team total, but you kind of talked me off the team total a little bit. I'm gonna just stick with the full game and just hope that one of the two teams disappoints. Give me 47 and a half. Under. Okay. 
Fair enough. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Philadelphia Eagles playing the Chicago Bears in Chicago. 48 and a half is the total. Weather's looking like 22 degrees, 13 mile per hour winds. A little cloudy, mostly cloudy outside. Mm, You want to go first? nothing, Nothing scaring me off over. I'm not scared. Do you want to lay out a case or... Uh, well, I think it's just more of you look at all the, like, look at what we talked about in the Colts game and kind of just apply that to the bears. They're coming off a bye. They're a large dog coming off of a bye. They're nine point dog in this game at home. Justin Fields before the bye, even though he got hurt in one of those games has looked really, really good, Mm. like really, really good. And they've been able to put up points so the the throw out the Jets game because that's the game he didn't play in, and they always get their ass by the freaking uh, Packers. But you still had nineteen to the Packers. Then you had twenty, that's twenty four, thirty, thirty two. Like they they they've started to come down from where they just look like an all world, put up as many points as they can offense. But they still can move the ball. They can still be pretty effective. And when you look at this Philadelphia defense and where is where's the holes in that defense in the run game? You see that they put, tried to get into Nadamikin Sue, Linville Joseph. Like they wanted to plug up holes up front. Uh, they're not solved. Like that issue is not solved. They still have issues with people running the ball on them. And middle of the field, the middle of the field is wide open. And that's where really people are completing most of their passes is through the middle of the field when you're trying to get away from those corners because the corners are playing really, really well. So uh, I expect Justin Fields to do it on the ground i expect them to still have a strong run game i expect him to work the middle of the field with cole Komet and his tight ends and again another position that you can kind of attack this philly secondary i think justin fields is going to put up points in this game and then jalen hurts and his offense have been good all year i'm not going to fade them in this spot i think this is over i'm going to lean to the under in this game uh for me it's chicago december it's 19 degrees 29 degrees it's going to be freezing Supposed to be about 12 mile per hour wins. The issue that I really have with the Bears in this game offensively, yes, they can run the ball. Mm-hmm. I still think their offensive line stinks. And I still think that Philly's pass rush is going to eat Fields alive in this game. Mm-hmm. Fields also has a messed up shoulder. I know he threw the ball well against Green Bay, but mm-hmm. I really think he's going to be in a lot of trouble in this game against Philly's pass rush. They're going to get after him. And I think as a result, a decent amount of drives are going to stall out. If you can force the Bears into a couple third and longs, I think they're screwed. And with the cold weather, Chicago's defense is bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to tell you it's good. But I am curious if Philly leans more into a ground attack because of the weather, and maybe you'll just see a lot of running clock. But I think Philly could score 31 in this game, and I don't think Chicago gets north of 17. So I'm hoping Philly gets out to an early lead, Maybe like the Giants game, maybe. And I'm hoping they take their foot off the gas. Now, I know that in that Giants game, the Eagles still scored 48 points, but still, I'll lean under. Chicago, an extra week of prep. I'm hoping that the defense, which is really, really awful. They don't have much talent. I'm hoping they can at least limit Philly to some longer scoring drives. Mm -hmm. I'm mostly just fading Chicago's offense. I think that Philly's pass rush is going to dictate the entire game. And I think Chicago's in a struggle with third and longs. I'll lean under. 
it's a night. It's like 20 degrees in Chicago. I'll just link to the under with double digit wind. So I think that, it, yeah, I think, and it sounds like you're on Philly to win this game. Comfortably, 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 comfortably. Why was that so hard to say? That was incredible. All right. Yeah. You're on them to win comfortably. And I think that Chicago is a live dog. So I you think can argue for look at, I, I just think Philly right now is, just... Oh, I think it's a clear, I think it's a clear and obvious look ahead spot with it's one team coming off rest. And I, that's why I think that this defense is not going to be locked into Justin Fields and what he's going to be able to do of extending plays. I don't think they're ready for that. And I think it really might be close for different that. reasons. I think huh? it might be close because Philly's offense might just not look good in the corner. No, no. I think I think their offense, there's a chance that their offense doesn't show, but I'm not betting on that with how Justin Hurts and his team has been playing. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to be the one to sit here and say that the offense is going to stall out. If well, Jalen Hurts should be should be the favorite to an MVP. I mean, he's been yeah. incredible. So, well, I, I I got a friend that has something to say about that, but I think he should definitely be up there in the conversation, and he should be the first person that shakes his hand when he wins the award. Mahomes threw three picks last week. I think it's fair that Hurts is the new favorite. Nope, I don't care. He always does picks. I'm just saying, if if you wanted my Josh pick Allen right now, picks. I think Mahomes is obviously the better player, but it's tough to go against the team that has one loss right now. But that's an MVP discussion. We'll save that for mm, another time. But win loss is not wins are not a quarterback stat. So that's that's my number one. No, but Philly's got the narrative. I think Mahomes has Mahomes. one. Hurts doesn't. There's a narrative there to give it to the first time guy. And it's, eh, I'm I'm not going to get on a Jalen Hurts soapbox because there's a lot of stats I could throw out there that I think he's still. Oh, way, once again, Mahomes the better player. I'm just saying, if you want to go by narrative, I think Hurts should be the favorite right now in the betting markets. That's my point. Oh yeah, I would love for him to be the favorite so that way I can get better money on Mahomes. No, he is the favorite. Hurts is minus one seventy five. Oh yeah, see, I'm getting better money on Mahomes when he wins. All right. Yeah, no, I think there's points. So you're on the under. I'm on the over. Yep. Next game of slate, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Coming to Charlotte to play the Carolina Panthers. 38 and a half is the total. Are we assuming Trubisky is a quarterback? Yeah. I think Pickett might be done for the year. 39 degrees, seven mile per hour winds. I'm going to let you know. I just told y'all that I'm a cold person. It's cold here. It's cold here. I think it's cold here. There's no way that I would ever be at this game. I don't care what time of the day it is. If if Florida had legal sports betting, I would have moved to Florida already. I'm just yeah. anti-cold. I'm I'm just done. Yeah. All I'm right. Vegas at some point in my life. That's why I'm so pro domes. Like I'd be, you know, just trolling with Kobe when I talk about these stiff, these filthy domes. I am so pro domes. Like I will go to a game in a dome in a heartbeat. I'm fine with ant. I'm fine with there being no domes. I just won't go to the games if it's too cold. <laughs> I'll be comfortable on my couch. So that's yeah. the trade-off. After September, I'm really turned off on going to football games. All right. Where are we at? 38 and a half. And I mean, I'm looking at the under. It, it's Trubisky against Sam Darnold. Darnold's been okay. Three of five, three of five for both teams in the last five to the under. They want to run. Like Trubisky is a turnover machine. He threw three picks last week. Carolina's defense is good. Like Horn is a hell of a corner. Burns is a hell of a defensive lineman or linebacker, or whatever you want to call him. They shut down in Seattle. Like Seattle's at Seattle at home. I liked Carolina in the game because they had a bye, but that defense really buckled down in the second half. I think Trubisky's not going to move the ball. And I know that with Darnold at quarterback and with the recent success Carolina's had, they're only one game out of the first place in the division. Mm-hmm. And their new game plan under Wilkes is run the damn ball all the time. 
Mm-hmm. I see a lot of running clock. I see a very ugly game. I see another 2013 type game. I see an mm-hmm. ugly game that reaches a low 30 ceiling. I'm on the under. I think either offense could struggle in this game. Or both. Of of the games in the... Well, let me just make sure. Um, I feel like the low totals have done very well to the under this season. Yeah, they have. They really have. But of all the low totals, and by low totals, I mean the totals under 40, I think if you were to be on an over, this is probably the best one to be on over because I do see a world where Trubisky, after you know having some time actually practicing, he looks a little bit better. Uh, ste- a slight step back, you know, after uh the performance that Carolina had. And... I just think that defense for Carolina is low key crazy, and people yeah, aren't talking no. about it enough. No, it's no, it's really good. I've been talking about them since last year. I've been talking about them. Since you last have. Year. I'm I saying most they were a people. good point, a good defense last, last year, four so. games. Carolina is allowing like 14 points per game. Like they've been incredible the last. Four and games. mindful, they gave up 24 to Seattle. So <laughs> yeah, it's even worse than that if you take away that game, but. Even though this is the game that I can see that goes over the most of the low totals, I still think you have to play under here. Like there's just too many, there's too many factors. One, Sam Darnold, and the fact that Sam Darnold can easily regress back to who he is at any point in given. And the coaching staff knows it. That's why they don't trust him. If you watch yeah. the game, they run the ball like 70% of the time. Yeah. And then you have Pittsburgh, who they're pro- they're probably gonna start running the ball a lot more. And they're gonna be focused on talking to that defense and telling defense, hey, you got to keep us in this game. And we're going to – at some point, we're going to get in the end zone, but we're, you got to keep us in this game. So, yeah, I'm with you. Under I mean, I feel like it's simple. Would you, be, would you be shocked if Pittsburgh finished the game with 10 points? No. Would you be shocked if Carolina finished the game with 10 points? No. I'm taking the under. Yep. Next game on the slate, we have the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Houston, played Houston Texans, 49 and a half. Is the total in this one? They're in a dome. You don't have to worry about that. This is a double digit spread 14 for Kansas City. I know it went over last time. I'm going back to it. I don't care. I have a double digit spread. I have Houston, who is not good. And while Kansas City's defense can a lot, like, can just go ahead and ease up. And that's really the, the scare for me and why I'm on the under. Is and I see people coming in over opened up at 46 and a half and it's now up to 49. And it's because Kansas City can absolutely not give a fuck about the game and say, Well, we know we're gonna win, so I don't care if they get like everything you saw in that second half between Denver just showed how much they do not care about trying to blow teams out. Like they just want to win and move on to the next week. Still taking the under. Cause I don't think that they Kansas City could give Houston points in this game, and I don't think Houston would take it. I'm on the over in this game. I think Kansas City is actually going to be motivated for this game, both offensively and defensively. Offensively, because they got up to a 27-0 lead and then basically did nothing for the rest of the game. They scored seven points after that. that. That's the point. I think it's a good teaching moment for Reed and for Biennemi to just get the offense to fully, fully commit to at least 45 minutes. I think they took their foot off the gas too early because they almost blew a 27-point lead to Denver. Mm -hmm. I think that the offense will be focused for at least the first half to go for potentially 30 points in the half, probably finishing somewhere in the 20s in the first half. But I think Kansas City gets to 30. I think that they might score 35. I think they'll be motivated to 
at least try for longer in this game. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I said Kansas City might be motivated. This team defensively stinks. And I know people are trying to buy into them getting younger and trying to improve. Russell Wilson torched them for about a quarter and a half straight. And the only reason why you could argue that Kansas City didn't fully punt the game was the fact that Russell Wilson got a concussion and Rippon had to come in and he couldn't lead the team to a couple of drives there to win the game. Once again, they gave up how many points to Denver? 28. Denver? No, no that's not good. That's not good. I, I think, I Houston, that's a, that's I think Houston in a dome can move the ball enough to send this game over. I said Kansas City might score 35. They might score in the 30s. I think Houston can do enough either in garbage time or in maybe just regular competitive time mm-hmm. where they can potentially score a touchdown or two. Give me a 34. Wait, what's the total in this game again? 49 and a half. 49 and a half. Give me some type of 35-20 game. I'll go with the over. Yeah, I don't think they get the 20. I'm taking Houston's team total under. I'm taking the under for the game. I think this is a clear spot where I I I think Kansas City gets out quick. I think they get out quick. They put up a bunch of points and they just kick take the like they just take their foot off the gas and don't care about what they're doing offensively because they know they're solid offensively. There's nothing else to prove. The only thing that you may sit here and see that is that Patrick Mahomes is trying to make sure he locks up another MVP and he goes out here and that's where you get your 35 points. But are they about to go up here and put up 50 points like the Cowboys did against uh who was it that they played? They put 50 up against. Whatever. Cowboys put up 50, 40 against plus the Colts, points one week. Yeah, against the Colts. 50 plus points against the Colts. No, I don't think they're doing that at all. I don't I don't think that this is a situation where they're going to go out here and try to get anything more than 40. They're going to get into the 30s and they're going to coast. And when we get to the defensive side, I think that's where they probably get up after last week. Slightly. And I think that you may have complacency on offense. I don't think the defense has room to complacency because they know that this defense has to get better before a playoff run. I think it's like such a, I think it's such a good game for a Mahomes MVP game. Just because Hertz is now favored, he had three picks. I could really see Mahomes going for like five touchdowns in this game. Yeah, I, I see I'm with you. I think Kansas City scores 35. I think Houston scores maybe 10. Okay. Even 35-17, you get over. But I, I really don't like this Chiefs defense. It's why I think this team will not make as deep of a run in the playoffs as people think. But Houston's team total is sitting at... Uh, hold on, I just had it. All right, totals. Houston's team total is sitting at 17. I'm taking it under. I don't, okay. I don't think it's right. any way. I don't think they get to 17 points. Last week was their Super Bowl. They're not getting 17 points against Kansas City. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Atlanta Falcons going to play New Orleans Saints in New Orleans in the Dome. 43 is the total. Can you make a case for an over with Andy Dalton against Desmond Ritter? I can make a, a case that he's not Mariota and that they trying to help him succeed. And so maybe we can take an Atlanta team total, but I like the Saints defense, though. Yeah, they, they, they punted the game against Tampa, but I still like the defense. I think that the personnel on that defense is solid. 
Yeah, they're decent. I'm looking and at the they, under. 43 and a half? I that sounds way too high, doesn't it? I can't get to an over. And one quarterback that I don't like at all, I don't think that he's good. And it's Ritter's first career first start. start. Like the it, others, his first start. Like, like you're gonna get gi- you're gonna give me a twenty three twenty under, which is a reasonable score in this game. Like, I, I like the under. New Orleans is an under team. They don't score much. And Atlanta, you don't know what the hell you're gonna get from them in this game. And that total's gonna be in the twenties. I can't take that. Yeah, no. Give me an under forty three. Division I, game two. Division game. Yeah, all of that. I think. <sighs> Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to sell myself on how this can sneak over and maybe New Orleans finds a way to move the ball, but Atlanta had a buy move the ball against anybody. Atlanta had a buy that extra prep. T- Actually, both teams had a buy, right? Yeah, that is correct. So you had extra prep under. time, but it's an under. I'm on the under once again. If you if you're taking the over, you're basically banking on Ritter to play well. Yeah, that's it. Like that's really it. Like you're saying that Desmond Ritter is going to come in here and have a good game. I watched him in preseason. I thought that he was fun. I thought he looked pretty solid. He's going to have moments. The accuracy was really bad. I liked him because he could run and he generated some big plays on occasion. But the accuracy in preseason was rough. I think he might have a couple picks here. He's not accurate with the football. That's a serious problem. Atlanta showed me that they truly don't care about they're punting the season. They don't care about winning the division because if you're in a chance, you have a chance to win the division. Like you got to stick with Mariota. Oh, my pick to win the division right now, by the way, is Carolina. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm picking Carolina. Like I would look for a plus price there. I think they got a good shot to win the division. There's no way that you're starting a rookie in week 15. And you think that you're going to go on a run to continue to win the division. And the Saints died after they blew the Monday night game. Yeah. They Saints suck. Yeah. Uh, All right. Next game on the slate, we have we're into the four o'clock slate now. New England Patriots are in Vegas playing the Las Vegas Raiders. 44 and a half is the total. I mean, we saw New England last night. They did decent. 27 points. It was solid. Total still went under because the Cardinals couldn't do anything offensively at all. I want to take the over, but McDaniels is such an idiot. He has to get up for this game. Though. He's such an idiot, though. No, like, he can't. He's not going to do something. He's not going to do something stupid with Belichick on the other side of the field. Like he's not. He's not. He's he not shouldn't. Do stupid. They didn't throw the ball against the Rams' awful secondary. I don't know what the hell they're doing over there in Vegas. You could also argue Belichick knows everything about McDaniel's, so he might have a good game plan. I'm going to lean over anyway. There, I'm. But, I'm Yes, I'm on over. I'm leaning yeah. over, but McDaniels is the ultimate wild card because I think he's an idiot. Oh, yeah. he No, he's completely an idiot, but he's not going to like this. No, this is at this point, you're five and eight. You have nothing else to look forward to this season except this game right here. You choked away a game to Baker Mayfield. You have ex- it's a massive rest advantage, too, because you played on Thursday night. The Patriots played Monday night. You're. I'm hoping the Raiders get up for this. I'll lean over because I know the Raiders' defense still stinks. This is what's going to happen. The Raiders is going to come in this game. They're going to get out fast. It's going to be all hype. Josh McDaniels is going to be smiling, happy, cheesing, like, yeah, look at me fucking up, Bill Belichick. You think and he blows another 17-point lead? You think he yes. blows a 10-point lead? And then the second half is going to come. I'm already going to have a live bet on New England, probably somewhere in the 3-1, to 4-1 to one range, and I'm going to cash because he's an idiot. 
and he's going to give up a bunch of points to this New England team. This is I I actually kind of want to lock this game up. I'm almost guaranteeing that this is going to go over because I I'm positive that they're going to find a way to give up points to New England in the second half. And I think I see, that they're I see get a 27 20 game. I'll link to the over. I like New England yeah. team total over though. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do like New England's team total over. Yeah. But it's really more of less of me trusting New England and more of me saying that Vegas fucking sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Bad. All right. Next game on the slate. We have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Denver to play the Denver Broncos. Again, traveling to Denver to play the Denver Broncos. 37 and a half is the current total. Weather report for Denver looks like 43 degrees, clear skies, about three, four mile per hour winds. And I don't know who to tell you who's playing on either side of the wall. We're on the under, right? I mean, you're most most likely looking at Colt McCoy against Brett Rippon. Under. 36 and a half. Well, you said 37 and a half. So which which is Oh, sorry, it's 36 and a half. Okay. If I said 37, I'll, I was wrong. It's 36 and a half. I'll still take the under. Denver's offense woke up against the Chiefs when they were down a lot. Division game at home. They didn't want to get embarrassed. They showed up. Arizona's punted the season. Team stinks. McCoy is a quarterback. He's not that mobile. The offensive line stinks. I think Denver's pass rush could get after him. And Denver's offense, I still I'm not going to suddenly think they're decent because of one game. Yep. I, I like the under. I see another ugly game between two backup quarterbacks. Wilson has a concussion. I doubt. I'll be shocked if Wilson's even considered to play in this game. And it was confirmed Kyler towards ACL, so he's done for the rest of the year. I'm on the under. Give me an, another ugly Denver game. If you want to be contrarian and take an over with the low total, because it's now down to 36 and a half. If you want to be contrarian, Denver I think the total. only way the only way to be contrarian is to take Denver's team total over. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Denver team total, I guess. Because Rippon comes in and he looks he better just than what Wilson. It. Yeah. yeah, he starts slinging it. It looks way better than what Wilson was doing. And guess what? The rest of the offense gets up to him for him too because everybody apparently hates fucking Russell Wilson. You might get a pick six in there too because McCoy is can make some mistakes. We saw a fumble so, recovery touchdown for New England. Those are all the reasons that if you want to play the over. Those are very good reasons to play the over. However, us, we're not doing that shit. Under 36 and a half. Next and game on the slate. It is oh, in sorry. Denver, by the way. The weather is actually not that atrocious, but it's still nope. cold. Yeah. So. 30, next game, we have the Tennessee Titans going to play the Los Angeles Chargers in a neutral site game in Los Angeles. 47 is the total. I mean. I'm on the over. Tennessee just gave up 40 to Jacksonville. They can't stop the pass. And now they have Herbert with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Have fun. I'm on the over. And the the Chargers can't stop the run. Like Derrick Henry can run for 130 yards. I think both teams, what they do well offensively. The other team sucks at. At stopping. Yeah, correct. So I like the over. That's basically where I was going with this handicap as well. Tennessee is very good against the run. Terrible against the pass. And. Los Angeles is just bad. <laughs> Los Angeles is just nice bad, game so. against Tua, though. Props there. Nice game against Tua. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's Tua. But I'm saying uh, Miami also is not good at running the ball. Yeah. And so here we are. I mean, I don't really have any more of a handicap than that. Like that's like it's it's kind of cut and dry, and that makes you feel bad for like the weird spots. But sharps are on the over in this game, and. 
you got to come in here and think that Tennessee is going to come in and bounce back. Like, going to have somewhat of a bounce back. This is still uh AFC game. This is a really big game for seating and standings and tiebreakers and all. Like, this means a lot because both of these teams are sitting here at 7-6 and six right now, and they are – wait, is one of these teams in the playoffs? Right now, yeah. I think, I think Char- the Titans are currently in the playoffs. Titans are winning the division. They're going to make the playoffs. The division sucks. Oh yeah, they are winning the division. Yeah, no, but okay. So a little bit more for the for the Chargers because the Chargers are going to need some help to get the wild card. They're you not- can make an argument Tennessee does not need to win another game and they'll still win the division. <laughs> you make a serious argument because nobody else the division is <laughs> worth a damn. Hold uh, on, hold on, Scott. No, because we're going to talk about this for a second. Let me go to if Tennessee loses out, they still might win the division. Hold on, Jacksonville has five wins. All right, Jacksonville, Dallas, Jets. Houston, Tennessee. Wow. Okay. Tennessee is seven. One more win for Tennessee probably wins in the division. And they have that game against Jacksonville. Correct. But they lost the first game to Jacksonville. This is hilarious. Home. This is hilarious. They really are. They really are not too too concerned about. No, Tennessee <laughs> plays the Texans at home next week. They'll win the division next week. However, I do think Tennessee is going to show up to the spot anyways. This confirms to me that they have to show up. They lost by 20 something to Jacksonville. Like they got buried. My issue with Los Angeles is the injuries that they have, but I just don't think that Tennessee has the personnel to capitalize on the injuries. Like, I don't think that the pass rush is that good and they're going to take advantage of anything on the offensive line. I think I'm not going to say Herbert has all day to throw, but Herbert is is mobile enough where he's going to make do with, what, with the time he has and still be able to find ways to move the ball downfield. I'm not really concerned of any, like, kind of hiccup in here. I really like this over 47 for this game. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next on the slate, we have the Cincinnati Bengals playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. 44 is the total. Looking at the weather in Tampa and 53 is what is it? A cold front going on around here? Feels Uh, that way. 53 degrees, 11, 12 mile per hour winds. I mean, does I'm I'm on the under. Does Tampa, is there any is there any type of matchup Tampa Bay can exploit to put up points? There's there's no this team doesn't put points up against anybody. They're bad. Uh, I've I've been taking the team total under in like every game that they've played this season. I've made a lot of money. It keeps being put in the twenties. I understand the math is you know total of forty something. Spread's going to be. So make Somewhere the total with, lower. Make the total lower. And, I think and, you have to, but the point is they haven't. Like Tampa can't reach twenty. I can't believe that. I can't believe because sharp money came in on money came in on the over because the total opened up at forty two and a half and it's sitting at forty four. And I just don't understand. I think I don't the argument Tampa to score. I think the argument is the Niners scored thirty five with Purdy, so they're expecting Burrow to light this team up. And I think Cincinnati gets out to an early leading coast. No, like, I, this I don't, is a non-conference road spot. Like this defense is going to be ready after giving up thirty-five. This defense is going to be locked in. Doesn't they have to be? I like team. I like I like Cincinnati's team total under as well. I'm even if, already even if they're not though, like I could see a similar script where Cincinnati wins this game like thirty to ten. Like no, Tampa's I don't, offense I don't think, stinks. I don't think Tampa's defense gives up thirty points. That's no, what, no, I no, think but that's I'm saying, would, okay, yeah. fine. Let, okay, let's let's say twenty-four to ten. Yeah, the point no, is, I think is, Tampa could single handedly drag the game down. Yeah, they're not. They're not hoping this at all. They're not. That's why this is such an a lock for me as an under because I don't think Tampa helps the scoring at all. And I think that this is a letdown for Cincinnati and Cincinnati's offense doesn't look like it has the past couple of weeks. 
Yeah. It, no, no, this is this is a this is a completely wrong line. And maybe we look crazy. This line is is off. 44 under 44 for this game. I get what it's three and a half. Since he should win this game by like 10 minimum. If you don't trust, if you don't trust either team for whatever reason, the team total for both sides are virtual locks to me. Like mm. I'm definitely playing I'm playing Cincinnati team total because I'm getting a higher number on it. And I don't think that they show up for this game at all. I think this is a letdown. I think this is a bad a road a road non-conference game where Tampa Bay just got blew the fuck out on the road and now they're back home and trying to rectify it. This can be a 13-10 final score. The line suggests that since he's gonna no show the game. The problem with that is that Tampa's been mispriced the entire season. Cincinnati's been a point spread machine for a point spread covering machine for about two years. Yeah. So it looks like the odds makers are drunk. Like I, I don't, I don't know what to make of this game based on the spread. But I'm going to lean to the under anyway because I think Tampa's offense is just awful. I don't think, I don't think they understand what to do with this game either. I will say, if Cincinnati, if Tampa Bay was to win a game, I think it's today. I mean, I think it's that one. If they were, if they were to win a game, if I had to pick one game for them to win the rest of the year, I would probably pick this one right here. I, I hope they lose game. out. I want Darnold in the playoffs. I want chaos. <laughs> I want Carolina in the playoffs. This is a terrible, this is a terrible spot for Cincinnati. All right. Now we made it to Sunday night football. New York football giants are going to play the Washington commanders in Washington. 40 is the total. This game last time came out to exactly 40. And we both cast the time, under in that. Yeah, one. we did. And that, yeah, that we did. And that game, I was ready to give up that under for the Giants to win. Of course, you needed a point in the final, like, 20 minutes, and you didn't get anything. All right, 26 degrees in FedEx Field, seven, eight-mile-per-hour winds, partly cloudy. I mean, uh, where's – so, where's that stat with Daniel Jones and how well he's played at FedEx Field? I'll let you go ahead and go first. It's so tricky because I know usually we talk, we like the under the first meeting and the game technically went under, but the pace in the beginning was so crazy for an over. Both teams had a bye. It's an immediate rematch with a bye attached to it, which I can, I think has to lean to an under mm-hmm. because you're looking at both teams and knowing exactly what the other team's going to run. Mm-hmm. You're going to mention Jones's numbers in FedEx, which I believe are very good, aren't they? 73 of 108. 63 at 67.6%, 813 yards, seven touchdown passes, 111 rushing yards, and a touchdown run in three games. I'm going to lean over. That Giants defense is not even your fault. Half your team died. Yep. Billy just killed you. They scored 48. It was embarrassing. You could argue the defense. You could argue the defense gets it together. I don't think you have the bodies to get it together at this point. No offense. Like this team is in shambles defensively. I'll go with the over. I was cheering for Philly to beat the shit out of them by the second quarter. Just to hope that the Giants are motivated for this game, which is the more important one. Well, it is the more important one, but no, I just if if you don't get off the bus and play football, then I don't want to fucking cheer for you. I'll cheer That's, against okay. you. Okay, fair enough. They they got off they, the bus. They no show. Week they got didn't want to and didn't want to play football at home. So I was cheering. Yeah, I was cheering for Philly by the second quarter, and I was telling them beat shit out of them. That's what they get. 
If you want to, if you don't want to lose like that, get off the fucking bus. And do you think the Giants defense can turn it around? Because I don't know what talent they have on defense, especially in the secondary at this point. So it's really just the secondary. Our our defensive line is like defensive line's fine. They, like it, but uh, Lojuari in the games that Lojuari plays, he kills it. Thibodeau doesn't have the has, numbers, but Thibodeau's good though. And Thibodeau, yeah, Thibodeau is really good. But Lojuari and the, him coming back is really like the mm-hmm. uh, the thing that's really pulling us in that defensive line together. Because in three games, he has like three, he has like three or four sacks. Is that defense? Fumble. It's the it's like, that secondary though. It is so yeah. It's bad. the secondary is, is, is so bad. terrible. Darnay Holmes literally gets cooked. Literally, he had one good play in that game. And I said, oh, okay, that was a good play by Darnay. And then I was like, yeah, he's about to give up a touchdown here. And sure enough, he did. It wasn't even one receiver. It was like every receiver. Yeah, like Smith it, was good. Been Brown bad. was good. They couldn't stop anyone. Xavier McKinney going down. And I'm telling you, he got into a fight and broke his hand. I'm, he, they're not going to say it. And Jackson getting hurt. I've, back. I've been in situations where I've gotten into a fight and I've hurt my hand and I've lied to my boss and told them that, hey, this is what, what happened or anything like that. I'm so glad I don't work there anymore so I don't get in tr- trouble for this. But this is 100% a situation where he got drunk, got into a fight with somebody or something and broke his hand. And now we're really paying for it because he was the best thing that we had in that secondary. And his leadership and what he was doing at safety was really tying everything together. So... I think that Tyler Heineke at home, because I've told you all this year, I like Taylor Heineke at home. I think Daniel Jones in a spot that he's comfortable, familiar with. And I trust, I still trust Captain Dable to figure it out and find different ways to put up points, especially on extra the Washington week of prep? defense. Yeah, extra week. Well, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Washington, Washington well, has extra week of prep. Well, but. you could argue that, uh, well, the Giants' offensive game plan went out the window. <laughs> oh, yeah. The they were probably quarter. prepping for next week at halftime. It so. might have been, but whatever. Yeah. I think that the Giants put up points. I think I think that everybody's going to be on the under here, and for good reason. If you, if you are one of my clients and you trust me, we're going to take over in this game, over 40. I'm on this the over. This is going to be the well. primetime. This is the primetime division game where everybody's like, it's primetime. It's a division game and it goes, it's going to go under. This is the one that goes over. I see the same exact script as the first meeting, except there's a field goal at the end that goes in and the game ends 23 <laughs> 20. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if you're right. the score, but I see a 23 20 final. No, no. I mean, well, not, you know, exactly. Not exactly, but you have my point. But I, I, I think that it is a three. I think it is a field goal type game. Yeah. Giants plus four and a half. You might get overtime again. Who knows? Yeah. All right. And both, and we're both playing for a playoff spot. Yeah. Last game, we have the Los Angeles Rams playing the Green Bay Packers. This game is in Green Bay. 39 and a half. I mean, do we have to spend a lot of time on this? No, it's freezing weather in Lambeau. Do you think the Rams, after playing in a dome... A, I didn't even read a weather report because you know the weather is terrible in It's Lambo. supposed to be 21 degrees. I, I don't see any snow. You I see don't 21. See... I see closer to 10. Okay. Maybe with wind chill. Yeah. 10 mile per hour winds. Like LA might get blanked because they just can't play in this weather. I don't think they'll get blanked because I don't think Green Bay's defense is good enough, but I get the fact that Mayfield was good. In about a quarter, but no, the point not is, even a quarter, not a quarter. Two drives, it was two drives, two drives. That was it. That's all you got. You got two drives from Baker Mayfield. Either way, the point is, I do think you're looking at 
a certain, by the way, I'm checking the weather. It is roughly 14. So, okay. It's 14 degrees, give or take. I'm on the under. Now, the Rams' defense is not good. And mm-hmm. you could argue that the Packers go nuts at home. You know, maybe they'll have something going. We'll see. I don't think the Rams do much in this game. I'm going to lean under. I think Green Bay gets out to an early lead in Coast. I see a 27-13 game. I'm Actually, no, gonna... sorry, not 27-13. I see a 27-10 game. I'm not just going to lean under. I'm going to lock up the under. Okay. I don't think the Rams do anything offensively. I think that whatever it's about the defense, though. I don't think the Rams defense is good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, no. Yeah. Offensively, I think they're straight. Defensively, like, I don't think they're good either. I just, maybe Green Bay pulls this game to the over. That was my point. Chances with the under. Yeah. And maybe they pull it to the over. I'll lean under. I lived in Wisconsin for about four years in college. I don't know how people live there. <laughs> uh, never, never again. I, I can't. The wind, wind chill. It's fourteen regular. Wind chill might be negative. It might be. It might be like two degrees. You think the Rams who play in L.A. indoors are going to be thrilled to travel when they're what are they three and nine, four and nine? They don't give a damn about this game. They really don't give a damn about the rest of the season. Correct. And they're traveling to a freezing weather. They're going to be miserable. I'm on the under. All right. Before we get to our lock and team total, got to talk to you about underdog fantasy because if you haven't signed up already, you can get 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use promo code SGPN. They have everything you need. They have pick them contests. They have daily fantasy they have best ball all of that stuff you can go to underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn for a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars and you can get an early start in their playoff best ball contest so go ahead and lock in with that underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn and we're also brought to you by the merch store in honor of us reaching our 100th episode on the nfl gambling podcast we're giving one lucky winner one lucky listener and winner a $100 gift card to the merch store. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Deadline to submit is December 20th. So make sure you get those reviews and those ratings in. Deadline to submit is December 20th. Winner will be announced next week. All right. For my lock. I actually kind of like a lot on the board today. What did I feel the strongest about, though? Uh, let's go to, is there a world of possibility where Buffalo just puts, like, just goes and completely throttles Miami? Yeah. And puts up 30 plus. You think it is really? It's, I think it's possible. If you look back at that Miami game, Buffalo outgained them by like two or three times. They mm-hmm. ran like three times the amount of plays. And I'm sure they're tired of hearing about Miami. It's our time to win the division. Two is great. Josh Allen. What I think I think Buffalo kills it. In my opinion. I'm gonna avoid locking up the Giants because I think that's it's just not a good fan move right now. I I think that you could argue Miami keeps it close, but I don't like Miami's defense that much, and the weather is no. gonna be terrible for a warm weather team. And they're also traveling from the West Coast back to the East. It's a really bad spot on a short yeah, week. Yeah, I don't Miami. care. I don't care. I'm still trusted. Let's go under 42 and a half. I don't think Buffalo does enough that drags this over, and I don't think Miami contributes at all, if anything. And I don't know if Tyreek's going to play. Yeah, that's another bad. Yeah, 42 and a half. Under 42 and a half. That's my lot for the 
Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. And for my team total, there's so many people we could fade this week. Yep. Could fade a lot. I'm not going to pick the Browns because we all know to fade them. So I want to give extra picks. Let's go with... Let's do... Let's do the Cincinnati Bengals because I think this is a letdown spot for them. The Tampa Bay defense got absolutely destroyed by Brock Purdy. They're going to come. Of course, they're going to come in here and they're going to lock down Joe Burrow on the road, non-conference road spot against the six and seven team. Cincinnati had coming off a couple of few good win, uh, wins and games in a row. Give me an under on the Cincinnati Bengals team total of 23 and a half. Yeah. Absolutely. And in getting that minus 106, I'll take that under 23 and a half for Cincinnati Bengals minus 106. All right, Scott, take it away. So I do want to ask for the lock and the team total. Once again, I'm trying to push the envelope. Can I do two team totals? Yeah. I mean, we have not had a rule that said you cannot, like the team total has to that was be. Not on the ten I mean, commi- not the that was not on the 10 commandments of the show? Yeah, no, no. We didn't. We said nothing about... Uh, your lock could not be a team total as well. We just normally made it a uh, total, like a full total, but you can absolutely do that. So yes, go ahead, push the envelope again. However, I would like to remind you as your co-host that you pushed the envelope last week and you got burned. Yeah, I know, but I think you're going to like both plays. All right, So my first team total, you said it, but at the end of the day, you thought it was too easy. I'm going to take it. It's Cleveland team total under 20 and a half. (laughs) I mean, what are we doing here? Like 20 and a half? Come on. Uh, weather's going to be terrible. Everybody knows they're going to play that. I'm trying to win. You play to win the right. game. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Herm. It. You play to win the You're game. Right. You're right. But Cleveland can't move the ball. Weather's going to suck. It's on a short week. Division game. I think Baltimore gets up for it. And Baltimore's going to try to run the ball all the time. So I think you're mm-hmm. going to see a very ugly game. Uh, I like the team total under for Cleveland. Once again, until it loses, I'll keep betting it. Yeah, literally every week. And that's going to segue me into my second team total, which is going to be the Buccaneers. And I'm going to take the Buccaneers team total under 20. System plays here. It's 20 and a half or 20. Either way, I'll take it. Might be a little bit juicy on the 20 and a half, but I still like it. Mm -hmm. Tampa can't score to save their damn lives. And Cincinnati defensively is underrated. Pass rush is good. Secondary is a bit iffy. But the problem with the Buccaneers is simple. They have no offensive line. And every pass a check down. It takes them a bunch of plays and a bunch of time to move the ball down the field. And the only time they ever do move the ball is when other teams play prevent at the end of games. But you're looking at Tampa offensively. They really can't even break past 21 on a regular basis. They've scored less than 18 points in four of the last five games. They're just a bad offense. Like, they're bottom five in points per game. They can't move the ball. Give me the team total under 20 or 20 and a half for Tampa. I'll go with 20 and a half. It's going to be a bit juicy. Or, you know what? No, we'll go flat 20 to save some juice there. Tampa can't do anything with the ball. And I don't think Brady can throw the ball more than 40 yards in the air anymore. Or 30 Mm -hmm. yards in the air anymore. So, give me the Buccaneers team total under 20 as my other team total. System plays, don't fix what isn't broken. Yeah, completely SGPN system plays here. And, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. So, 
I just wow. Some this feels like a really good week for totals. Mm-hmm. It does because they're just giving a lot of people more credit than credit is due. All right. Other than that, you all heard we're getting closer to our 100th episode. I don't know what number. This what is number 100. Scott? This oh, is this 100. is 100. Oh, yeah. this is 100. Hey, I didn't know that. That's I, why I, I did the read. That, I thought it was the next 100. one. No. Oh, okay. I thought this was the next one. I thought it was the next one. So this one is 100. Oh man, man, we're time flies when you're having fun, ain't don't it? Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah. So hey, I love what Scott says that because he says it like the exact same. Like he says it the same as he said it. So it's funny every single time. All right. So make sure you leave that five star rating, that review, and make sure you uh screenshot that, add it to the contest so that we can uh get you in there. Other than that. I mean, I really nothing else to say or, you know, nothing else to add, nothing else to do. Scott, you know where to find him. He's at Rachel Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. We took a little bit longer this episode, but it's all good because you got winning picks out of it. And other than that, that's it. I mean, tap into everything else in the network. I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No idea how I'm going to end the podcast. So I'm just ending like this. We are out of here.